Opinions and theories expressed here are exactly that, our personal opinions. We are sharing our thoughts in hope of sparking conversations about how we interact with media, stories, and each other. There's nothing wrong with a different perspective. We always keep it respectful, and thank you for doing so too. Welcome to Dankin' Daily, where spooky stoners discuss horrifying aspects of real life that influence and relate to some terrifyingly good films and pop culture moments. I'm your host, Ace. And I'm Marie. And today, we're going to be talking about Mike Flanagan's 2013 Oculus, which is an amazing movie, by the way. But first, we're going to take a bong rip, because you know how we do at Dankin' Daily, we make sure we're loaded up you know what i'm saying our bongs are loaded up if you got a blunt got a j whatever just just light it up with us let's go <laughs> we're still smoking money maker by the way yes, we are. nothing has really changed I'm gonna see if there's a change today though mm-hmm. <laughs> we love a re-up there so, of course, we're going to get into some rips from that. Not really the headlines, but most like the horror headlines. Because we're going to keep mostly like entertainment, movie news over to these discussions. And more like world, current events over to the ones that integrate more world and current events stuff. So, as we all know, there's a new episode of American Horror Stories out as of today. It came out yesterday. We are recording this on Friday, so that did come out <laughs> um yeah y'all if you follow me on any social media you definitely know my um uh yeah ryan murphy makes films and i mean makes shows and so we're just gonna say that because you know it is horror shit and american horror story actual like horror story they're double you may get some thunderclaps <laughs> there is a storm going on outside. Get a little ambiance with this episode. But anyway, American Horror Story Double Feature, the 10th, 10th season, 10th season of American Horror Story will be coming out on the 25th. So if you're into anything Murphy, definitely keep an eye out for those and they will be streaming on Hulu through FX on Hulu. Also, as of today, more horror TV news. There's Netflix's new show, Brand New Cherry Flavor, which sounds really cool. Um, It's by the creators of Channel Zero, which, again, one of my favorite TV shows. So sad that it's canceled because there are so many fucking creepypastas that they could make so many seasons out of. So let's, you know, petition and bring Channel Zero back. But in the meantime, definitely tune into Netflix's show, again, brand new cherry flavor that is out today. And, ooh. (laughs) AV Club has described 
um, the show as a Lynch meets Cronenberg and noir horror. That's a bunch of shit I'm really into. Like, I love me some David Lynch. I love we both the Cronenbergs. You know we have Brandon Cronenberg bitches up in here. Um, wow. It's really storming. Like I said, y'all get some ambiance with this episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Spooky feels. <laughs> Alright, and... What else? Oh, of course. Of course, of course. Y'all know we are like less than two weeks away from Candyman. Oh, oh, it's going to be a serve. A serve. Oh my God. I'm so excited for that. Let's hope it's playing at the drive-in here. Cause, you know, that Delta variant making her way around. Yes. So y'all be safe, but definitely go support. Go see Candyman on the 27th. That is when that will be coming out. And yeah, um, I think that's all the news for today. (laughs) 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 Y'all. This sounds lovely, I'm sure. Oh, let's see. So, let's get into Oculus, one of my favorite movies, for absolute sure. Um, do you remember the first time you watched this movie? Was it, like, before I showed it to you? Um, have you? Had you ever seen it before we watched it? I believe I have, but when I actually sat down and, like, paid attention to it, um, it was with you. And uh, I believe, um, what were we doing? We were like smoking, <laughs> and uh, it's same same thing like how you introduced me to Hereditary. We just like <laughs> was just smoking, like oh here's a like fucked up or whatever movie I love, and then boom shit. Well, boom, <laughs> that's what happened. <laughs> that was the reaction to Oculus. <laughs> that was my brain. <laughs> Yeah, I, the first time I watched this, I think it was actually in, like, 2013, because I definitely remember watching it on Netflix. I don't, I guess it must have been a little bit after 2013 then, because I watched it in my friend's, like, she has, like, this upstairs lounge thing, and we watched it together, and we were like, mind blown, what the fuck was that? Yes! Um, like... 2013, just in general, was such a good year for horror. I mean, we got the Purge franchise started. Nothing, nothing, but y'all, it's getting into the rain out there. But <laughs> and then speaking of rain, fucking Evil Dead and the fucking Blood Rain. Yeah. That was 2013 too. That was a year shifted horror, modern horror shifted that year, mm-hmm. even with the remakes. But yeah, so let's get into it. As you said, Oculus is a 2013 supernatural psych horror thriller everything. Family trauma gets into all of that. Directed by Mike Flanagan, who is one of the best modern horror directors. Yep, he's up there. He is responsible for Haunting of Hill House, Bly Manor. Um, There's actually a short film made in 2005 that is like what the basis of oculus he is responsible for jail's game doctor sleep like all of these amazing horror films and stephen king adaptations even ouija origin of evil the sequel to the 2014 ouija movie which we all know 
his cut is far superior. <laughs> we all know. And actually, a, a character from, I mean, the girl who plays Ke- young Kaylee in Oculus is the older sister in a Ouija Origin of Evil as well. So, you know, he often recycles actors, which <laughs> one of them is his wife. Because, <laughs> you know, he got, like, we all get the Rob Zombie Sherry Moon thing, but let's talk about Mike Flanagan and Kate Siegel. Like, look at that. First of all, bi-wife energy, bitch. Yes. Bisexual hot wife. Period. <laughs> we need to, like, focus on that. Hot wife and the directors and their hot wives. Mike Flanagan and Kate Siegel. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, um, Oculus is about essentially a family that is dealing, well, Oculus is about a haunted mirror (laughs) in, in short terms, but it's about much more than that. It follows the story of Tim and Kaylee who dealt with childhood trauma because of this mirror coming back to their childhood home to like try and destroy the mirror. Try. Try. <laughs> so it is available for rent on Vudu, Google Play, and Apple TV for two ninety nine, and I'm pretty sure it's three ninety nine on Apple TV. And it is streaming on Hulu and Amazon Prime if you have the Stars add on. So it is premium, Hulu premium, and Amazon Prime with the Stars add on. Definitely get into those. That is such a steal too, like two ninety nine, three ninety nine. Mm-hmm. For this amazing movie, like you need to hop on that real quick. Definitely a very underrated Flanagan feature compared to like Ouija's success mm-hmm. and like every the haunting of Hill House and Blind Manor just blew up and so did Doctor Sleep. So y'all definitely gotta go back and revisit this classic if you have not seen it. Um, yes. <clears throat> so the cast consists of Karen. Jillian as Kaylee and Annalise Basso, as I mentioned, young Kaylee, who's also an origin of evil. Um, Brendan Thwaites as Tim and Garrett Ryan as young Tim, who is actually in Insidious 2 and 3 as the dad's younger self. So that's like twice that he (laughs) has been an older, a, a younger kid facing the older version of himself. Like, in these cinematic universes that he's in. Google likes a little self-reflection <laughs> role. No doubt. And then Kate Sackoff, which as Marie, the mother, who um, was actually in Haunting in Connecticut 2, The Ghosts of Georgia, even though they should have just called it Haunting in Georgia or something like that. <laughs> and then Roy Cochran, who I know from CSI Miami is Tim Speedle. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, Speed! Like, <laughs> iconic. Yes, um, <laughs> yeah, CSI Miami. The iconic. I feel like there's really a triangle of like that kind of show and being into horror and being into true crime. Like, you like cop shows, you like true crime, you like horror. Like, it's a like thing. But. Yeah, Tim Speedle <laughs> plays <laughs> Alan in Oculus. Just gonna throw in a little spoiler alert here. We will be getting into several scenes and eventually the ending. So if you don't want anything spoiled or you haven't seen it, go ahead and peace out right now because we're gonna get into it. So, who is your favorite character? I mean, 
off the rip, I would have to say I loved Alan's character. Well, you were just talking about him, but Rory. I love how, like, his his darker side, it really felt very eerie about him. Like, it's very distant and just weighs everything off, like, nonchalant type. And I really think he played that perfectly. So that's why he's my favorite. Yeah, he what, did a good job. What about you? What is your favorite character? Um, obviously, it's Kaylee. Because... <laughs> Like, she's just so on it. Like, she's like, I don't give a fuck what y'all have to say. This mirror's haunted and I'm approve it. And she, it's like, she's been planning this for so long. You can tell how organized and, like, very... She's thought of everything because she knows that this mirror is, like, also thinking of everything. <laughs> Even though it's, like, a sentient... It's not a sentient thing, but... She's so calculated. She's very, like... But you can tell that she, like, very much loves her brother and her um, fiancé and is doing this so that she can feel like they're safe. And, like, she's safe. Because I... Even if you don't, like... And I get it because you know that that mirror has a connection to you no matter where it is because it literally, like, has your family's souls. So, I guess in her mind, like, who's to say that mirror isn't looking for her? Like, it's just that it's not trying to track her down and ate her and her brother just because it ate her parents. Like, I don't know. And, like, she just... And you can, like, I think she does play the paranoia, but also, like, the having the facade of being very collected very well. Yeah. And I love Tim, too. He's like... I feel like the entire cast does a really good job. Yes. yes. Even the ghosts. (laughs) (laughs) And I love that. That's another aspect of Mike Flanagan's entire thing is the, like, ghost reflection eyes that he always does. It's, like, my favorite. I love me some possessed eyes. No doubt. I mean, we also watched the, um... The... Short film. The short film, Oculus 3, um... A man with a plan. Yeah, man with a plan. So, what did you think about that? Did you enjoy that also? I did. I think, um, obviously it was like a lower budget short film, 2005. It was really, like, you can really see where he cultivated the idea and then how it kind of started off more, um know what the word like more dramatic like from the the way that the mirror interacted with the guy in that was a lot more dramatic from the jump like then how it kind of built up subtly in the movie but (laughs) i love the like just talking to himself but like talking to the mirror (laughs) like staring into the mirror like that's what i'm saying they did like that you could see when he when they did it with kaylee when she was staring off and the dog walks past so like it's you can see how he like had that idea there but realized it didn't have to be like this grand like obvious possession type thing and yeah and it's just it's very smart very cool kind of (laughs) just funny and, like, how he's, like, banging on the door to be let out. Like, it's just... It's good. I'm glad he developed it into what it is today. Because right. that's a really good... I'm it's just the, a really good The idea. budget picked up more, too. Right? <laughs> I'm sure that helped out. 
I'm sure. I mean, it was years later. So, this is like 2005 to 2013. Like, he definitely developed really well. Oh, you definitely see the growth. (laughs) As you should. (laughs) You know, you're working. (laughs) Well, I guess let's get into what were some of your favorite scenes. Uh, well, I mean, the, when she bit into the light bulb, thinking that it was an apple, they're like, there's a lot of scenes, you know, but it plays with your mind also, where you're trying to like calculate, you know, is, is this fake, you know, is is this mirror, you know, fucking with your perspectives or anything like that, and that was a scene where I was like, holy shit, she bit into a light bulb, and I was that was a fucked up scene and also when she um uh the horn tire of sureness when she like um stabbed her boyfriend in the neck with the plate and just (coughs) she took up (laughs) she pulled up the uh camera phone and was like oh there's no way i could have killed him because there was no playtime but it turns out you know so that was another very great like scene to me that really like fucked with my brain a little bit so I, I turned into a so-called detective very a- amateur detective try to figure out if it was real or not and those are two of my favorite scenes so what about you what are your favorite scenes I'm sure it's not the band-aid one hmm. I mean <laughs> I guess that's that I mean that is a good scene cause ugh. But the hand trauma, I know you don't like yeah. that at all. <laughs> I don't, like, ugh, I don't know. It just, that scene, but then I really do like that scene because even you, as he's, like, putting on the new Band-Aid, you hear in the background that it doesn't hurt. It right, doesn't right. hurt. And then, that, like, how are you going to tell me this doesn't hurt, Peach? <laughs> like, like, but that's the part of the thing, so it needs... Like, I guess it needs you to be, like, in pain and, like, sad in order to get in there, like, in your brain. Mm. So I guess that's a good demonstration of, like, what it does all around, like, by um, making him think he didn't take the band-aid off to literally, like, he didn't scream or anything until he ripped his literal, like, fingernail off. Like, Mm -hmm. it didn't register to him until it was off and then for the mirror to just be like it's fine <laughs> like <laughs> it's a really good demonstration of everything that it does and how it's gonna break you down but psychopath is one of my favorite scenes i don't necessarily like <laughs> like watching shit like that but it is a good one um i guess definitely like the entire scene of her talking about the history of the mirror is definitely my favorite mm-hmm. scene as like a person who likes history and true crime it was very much that kind of like felt like i was listening to maybe like a podcast on this mirror you know what i'm saying <laughs> like it's very fun not fun but like interesting to like see especially the old timey photos from like the 1800s and like how the mirror differently affects everyone um If you notice, the pregnant lady who died, the one that died before they got it, was his wife. (laughs) That was Kate Siegel. (laughs) Yeah. Um, trying to think. I mean, there are just so many good scenes. Even the scene of when they're, like, arguing and then they go back and look at it and they're, like, moving the cameras towards each other and Joey, like... 
that's really good because we think that they're just arguing like they're like and then they walk out and then walk back in and all that shit like that's a really good one too and I just love like I call Mike Flanagan Mike perfectly curated flashbacks Flanagan because of this <laughs> movie because it does like flashbacks and integrating like essentially like making trauma being projected into the present he may, he does that really really well and the way it just flips between past and present but then sometimes you like like when it really starts to ramp up and Kay- Kaylee like looks at him and sees his child self right. because she's feeling like her child self in this in this moment because oh shit like it's again we're just like literally again we have to relive this shit again because it's literally happening to us and this is the same shit we went through before like (laughs) yeah and how vulnerable she felt like too because you thought like you had it together and you were gonna do this and get it done and like i don't know so many good scenes because it's just a great movie all together (laughs) i love how like with her, uh, her character, how sure that she, how sure both of them actually, like mm-hmm. him coming out, he was so sure, like this is right. Mm-hmm. I did a whole entire paper, you know, like very, yeah, very sure. But then just fucking wrecked with the truth in your face. And then with her, it's just she was unsure. Some, well, I think she was faking being like unsure some of the time. She was just waiting on the actual proof to come up that she knew that with all of the you know, deterrent or whatever that she put up, yeah. she knew that something was going to trigger it, so. Yeah. But I feel like even if you are sure, there's still this part of you that's like, nah, this is ridiculous. Yeah. Like, it is ridiculous. It does sound insane. But that's why she's like, I'm going to prove it. Because, I mean, I know, I'm going to prove to y'all that I'm not, I'm not imagining this. Y'all gonna be mad. Like, but even at the end of it, like, no one is gonna believe that the mirror did any of that. Right, yeah. And I'm sure... But then, I guess, where after that, because the police did come, there was recordings. Like, there was... They recorded, like, this whole time. So, what happened to the tapes? Is it possible, like, can the mirror alter the tapes? But I think that was the whole point of the phone thing. Like, you can't... They can't... No. I don't think it can manipulate, like, technology. Right, because it, it manipulates perspectives, and it's, like, perspectives from your own, like, brain. I don't feel it's, yeah. like, something that's a physical yeah. thing that can, uh, you know. Because I think it takes things that you're, like, kind of thinking about, or, like, intrusive thoughts, or, like, worries and things, and, like, a phone, what is that worried about? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't have to, like, process anything but what you give it. And, uh... Yeah, that's really good. And, I don't know. I just like how... It's just... There's so many things. But even how they, um... Like you said, they were both so sure. And that's... They both had to be sure. Like, they had all this time to convince themselves of something. So, either, like... It's just the way that they both coped with it was just being like... I'm sure of this. And he was like, I'm sure of this. So, like, it's just, they had to be sure of something because they needed an explanation for why in, in two weeks, like, that's what you're saying, like, in two weeks, it was like two weeks since they got the spirit that all this shit happened. So there's, like, and that's kind of the point, like, there's 
always escalation in like human related shit. You know, like there's definitely signs. People don't just they just don't snap and <laughs> literally do all that. Like what did he do? Chain up his wife, pull her teeth out, didn't feed her? Like no. You don't just snap and do that. No. There's definitely escalation, and if there was no prior evidence of that in, like, this family, but, you know, with true crime and, like, the police we always go to, it's the husband. <laughs> Y'all hearing that? It's always the husband. The husband. <laughs> it's not. That's not true. It's very often not the husband. But, um... But, yeah, it just is... Ha- and, like, to see that happen to your... And that's... It kind of makes me think of the... We're going to talk about the Turpins one day, too. But, um, like, what the girl said about her mom, how she, like, watched her dad change her mom. And, like, mm. it's that. you Like, those kids, since they weren't influenced that much by the mirror, they literally sat there and watched their parents, like, change in the course of two weeks. So they knew it wasn't just Adam. Like, it wasn't shit. Because they were like, I noticed a change. Like, I would have noticed before. If my parents had radically, like, been, like, doing all this stuff. So, yeah. And I just like the scene of her walking and her ponytail. Oh, yeah. Like, fucking swanging, bitch. <laughs> she was like, I'm gonna make it move. <laughs> make some shape. <laughs> no doubt. That ponytail so was glistening and everything. Perfect. Oh, that's another. This is another one. All the hair. Oh. There's not a hair out of place unless it needed to be. They were like, <laughs> look good. Tim, perfect. Like, he, even him, like, for having been in, like, a, I don't know what goes on in, like, hospitals, but he was, like, tanned, mm-hmm. toned, his hair looked, like, so good. Like, they were, like, and then, um, Kaylee's, like, fucking, whoop. <laughs> Kaylee's, like, 70s, like, swoops in her in the front. They, they really did it. The costuming was good, too. Um, but very, I guess it doesn't actually, like, look 2013. It does, it, like, doesn't, it looks very time neutral to me. Like, there's nothing, like, you know when you watch Jennifer's body, you're like, that's 2009 right there. <laughs> like, the whole outfit, soundtrack, all of that. But I feel like this one is very, its own, its own little universe. Even though, you know, it takes place here because, like, 2002, I guess we don't know that it takes place in our universe. I guess we don't know that. But I'm just gonna assume it does, because weird shit happens in this universe, too. (laughs) So. Okay, so, how do you think that, like, the mirror functions? Because we know it kind of, like, preys on your insecurities and, like, the things that you're worried about, like... Right, and it's, I mean, it kind of acts like, um, as far as that part, like the devil in your ear, you know, these it pries on your weaknesses and things like that, you know, to act on impulse or things like I feel like it's almost like a little devil in the in, in your ear. That's what it's what it acts like. And just because it did play on her um I guess her C section, uh, her uh-huh. scars on her stomach and um uh, you know, with him, his biting his nails and shit like that. No, she commented about that. Don't bite like. You. She thinks it's gross. Like he, like so. Even that's probably an insecurity yeah. that he has. Like, and he probably doesn't want to be biting his nails. So, like, <laughs> yeah, that's true. So yeah, that's what I would say. Yeah, I think it just 
like the way that it projects things onto you is just like like you know like a mirror like it's see it's showing the things that you are seeing in your mind like and I guess how does it get into your mind I guess just being near it <laughs> yeah because it says like it seems to be whoever like it is with the most or spends the most time with it possesses more and more because I guess you do constantly like glance in the mirror just if it's there you'll just be like I mean, just because sometimes you're just looking around. I mean, yeah. <laughs> like you're... I, I'm not going to lie. I, I stop in the mirrors from time to time. Yeah, <laughs> I might be pretty. I don't know. <laughs> but, but even then, think about the idea of, like, a mirror throwing your insecurities at you. Period. We know that. <laughs> we definitely know that. And, like, it just... Like, that's it. And sometimes, and the fact that there are people in the mirror, like, sometimes the mirror isn't even you like it's the things that you're seeing in the mirror aren't even you and you don't realize that and that's why even when he says and you said the mirror acts as the devil and um the dad before he like shoots kaylee or not doesn't shoot kaylee because the dude hits him but he's like she's like this isn't you and he's like this is me i've seen the devil and i am him and that's like, like you can stare in the mirror at your own reflection and convince yourself that what you're seeing is not even you. Like, you can't. Or you'll see something that's not you because of your own insecurities. Exactly. And, like, but will convince yourself that what your brain is convincing yourself of is real, but it's not. I don't know if that, I don't know if that made sense, but I know what I meant. <laughs> and I hope y'all got that, too. Because it's just, yeah, the whole commentary of, like, oh, you're insecure about this, or, like... So, I guess... Kaylee also had to be wondering if his he was cheating. Yeah. Yeah, because she saw the woman, too, and that, like, played into, like, her... who she saw, and her mom. And it's, like, tearing apart the family this way. Like, seeing where your insecurities overlap, or come in, like to contact to see how that can like distance each other so that I can keep possessing you yeah <clears throat> but yeah and you just accept the perspective that it is forcing you to see out of all because everyone has insecurities and things like that mm-hmm. but like I said to act on it the the to actually uh, physically harm somebody or yourself over it I feel like that's why I call it that's why I call it the devil, you know, not like, you know, the yeah. horny devil, in the horn, <laughs> horn, yeah, <laughs> like the horn oh, devil. <laughs> Your mind can be the devil. I feel, you know, what I'm saying it, how dark and deep uh, it can go. That's what I mean by it, and that's how the um, the mirror seems to me like the fucking devil. <laughs> like, because yeah. then even you're not gonna assume that things that you see in a mirror aren't real. Because the only thing that's supposed to be in it are the things that it is reflecting. So, even that aspect of it, like, why would I question a mirror? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, but you never know, because some shit is just haunted. 
<laughs> Just assume if you see some weird shit in the mirror, it's probably a haunted mirror. This old Russian mirror. Like, look how fucking ten thousand dollars. Ridiculous! This shit looks like it looks like it's haunted. But that's what I like about it too. Like the design, it's just so like she said, ostentatious. Like mm-hmm. that's it. Like this big ass wood heavy ass giant beautifully carved mirror like that's been around since like 1690 whatever <laughs> like you want I'm the person that wants that in my house though like I 100% will probably buy an accidentally haunted haunted antique cause that's cause antiques are just amazing we can't deny the craftsmanship the quality the beauty the, the Sometimes they're haunted because a lot of weird shit was going on in very early human civilization. <laughs> I mean, there's still weird shit going on for sure. You want a movie of us getting killed by something haunted so bad? <laughs> like, why? I have you... <laughs> already accepted that my life is probably going to end because I bought that really cheap-ass house that a murder <laughs> occurred in and filled it with haunted antiques. Oh, my God. That's just what... But that's you know just... better, though. Crap. <laughs> I can't help what I like. <laughs> wow. Accept <laughs> it. Our future. And we're gonna be a true crime case that Kaylee will be putting up <laughs> on her like, Some person will be putting up our picture <laughs> in a whole dissertation of how this haunted thing is probably haunted. That's gonna be us. It better not be a mirror. Like, fucking. I hope it's a mirror. <laughs> or like a couch. I don't know. Haunted couch. Haunted bomb. Killer Couch. Y'all should stream Killer Couch <laughs> <laughs> on fucking Amazon for free, I'm pretty sure. And I'm pretty sure it's on video with ads. It's not great. We're gonna do a B-movie episode, too, for sure. Oh, fuck yes. B-movies are how we met. <laughs> Stung. Anyway, back to fucking Oculus. So. Well, actually, everybody, since you're here, um, hopefully you're lighting up, too. Hopefully you packed another bowl. <laughs> Hopefully something like that. Let's take another rip. Okay. A rip for Kaylee and Tim and the whole fucking Russell family. It is just sad that he just gets out. And yeah, his sister probably should have waited a little while. Like, I'm sorry, you could have definitely, like, kept in contact with whomever bought that shit and been like, you know what, I know somebody who can fix that. Yeah. Let me take this back real quick. And then, like, you know, like, I, she definitely could have waited for him to get a little settled, yeah. like, have some conversations leading up mm. to that. No. Like, but she was like, nope, you're out, we gotta do this today. <laughs> like, just forcing him and then just to go back to the childhood house like why did it even have to happen in that house where you have all those horrible memories <laughs> of literally finding your mother like chained up and shit like you, you could have gone to at least yeah in the in the video the guy just found a random ass room and did it in like i would probably do that but in a way she kind of like immediately re-traumatized him for her own purposes which is kind of fucked up too but Again, I have this whole, like, thing where there's absolutely a a thing where white women believe that they can re-traumatize, they can traumatize other people because they've been through trauma. And I guess if that's an unintentional commentary, then it's, I mean, that's, I'm sure Mike Flanagan was not thinking about that at all. I just see it because 
I've dealt with it. So, um, I think that's kind of there. And then to the degree where she just was like, I'm right. You're, I'm just gonna prove that you're wrong. She wasn't thinking about his feelings, how he was right. like still maybe fragile because he literally just got out, had never encountered anyone. Like, and he started getting a little testy with it too. Like, that's why I, <laughs> he was definitely not ready because you haven't led up to like this type of thing, you know. And he was right to like want to protect himself in that scenario and like. Not want to just go back down the hole that he literally worked so hard to get out of in this place. Like, in. And he was literally being like. And that's another aspect of this. He was like there because of the fact that he shot his dad. Like, that's a whole other thing. Like, and yes, he didn't shoot his dad, but like. He literally witnessed his dad being shot. And, like is and there's always that sort of thing like even if you were doing like even if what you did was in self-defense and self-preservation people are still gonna like judge you and like feel some type of way about the fact oh, that's the guy that shot his dad yeah like you cannot get away from that reputation <laughs> yeah it's <laughs> even though you knew what you like you did what you had to do and your dad knew that he had to because he realized in that moment like this is not me and like this mirror's got a hold on me and we're just gonna have to go, like, it's, and, I don't know, it's, it's, I love movies that focus on trauma and, like, this really, like, makes them relive and unpack and then literally relive it again. Yeah. Like, just for it to all turn out the same way. I mean, that that's uh, very true and that's, and I know that because it how um, in the scenes it goes from, like we were talking about going back to her as a kid and him as a kid. That's how I know, like, you're re-traumatizing yourself and they're getting back into that vulnerable state that they felt back when they went through the trauma. So that's how I know what you just said was true. You know what you're talking about. Mike Flanagan does too. You know, he do it. How to, how to do it. <laughs> That's why we love him. Mike Flanagan always making me stand again. <laughs> Not funny. <Yeah. laughs> Don't stand. It just rhymes. <laughs> Jeez. Yo, mixtape coming out soon. We're gonna Dank and Daily. I'm not around. Dank and Daily mixtape coming out soon. Y'all gotta. Uh... Wow, no. <laughs> I'm fucking with you. I'm fucking with you. Okay, so it's gonna get into the lesser class, and like, you know, we already talk about how we think we like it functions, but in universe it clearly has ties to Germany because it says it's made of Bavarian wood, and she found it in Bremen. So I'd be like, he's trying to get back to where it was fucking came from, right, right. because <laughs> it's. Because that's twice that, like, the proximity of Germany was mentioned in reference to this glass. And I forgot who the first guy... I don't know if he was in Germany. If the 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 guy, Lasser, who it's named from... I can't remember if he was I mean, from I, Germany. I don't know. I think he was, but, <clears throat> but this mirror seems to, of course, like I like, said, like, hold spirits and has, like, the spirits of all the people that it's ever killed in there. Where do the pets go? So, I mean, I guess it can't 
Because it did, like, project um, Mason, the dog, their dog. It did project that. So, like, it just snatches the pets because, like, nothing ever happens. Like, we never see... You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. They just literally disappear. Like, they just... <laughs> so, do they just, like, get eaten by the glass? <laughs> <laughs> A hungry nerd? Nah. Like, it just absorbs the pets. Well, you just let out the other one. Mason. What? So he just let that, uh, Tim, he just let that dog out. No, no. I meant their dog, Mason. And then, like, even in the short film, it didn't... He, it was just literally sitting in front of the mirror, right, yeah. and then he, like, picked up the cage, and it was gone, like. So, I guess it just literally, like, <laughs> just <laughs> snatches animals, but, like. I don't, like, it can't do that, right? It's just. But it does. Like, that's what I'm saying, like, where did the, but they did say that Mason was, like, got, but he was, like, barking at it and, like, yeah. going crazy, not absolutely sure it was, like, affecting the animals in some way. But then they just disappear. Because, like she said... And that's... They even referenced that because she was like... Um, the mom, Marie, was just like, I just locked him. Like, whenever dude comes back from golfing, it's like, Mason's been a terror. And, like, I had to lock him in your office. Like... And then they open the door and he's not there. Right. But then... Tim remembers it differently, and it flashes back to her on the phone with the vet or whatever. The dog was yeah. Sick, yeah, and then Kaylee goes, "Is that really how you remember it?" Like, so they're both like, so even their realities are not even real. On top of this mirror creating false realities, because they're not sure of what they're seeing. So that's even more reason that the fucking mirror can manipulate it. And if you think about it, in a way, the psychologists were also manipulating Tim because what they made him believe was also not real. But I mean, psychologists always help. Go get the therapy. Good good things, good things. But, like, just in the context of this, like, the psychologists were, like, also not right. <laughs> right. Uh, so, because it was like the dog was feeling sicker and sicker, you know, because it was taking its energy. I was like thinking to myself, what if the mirror can actually go and um, like have it eat like something that can make it sick or something like like change the perspective of what it feels like it's eating or something? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, if they can do that to humans, sure. Maybe it's like making it eat something that made it sick. Yeah, it's like. Could, or something like that. Yeah. Like, how could a mirror, like, physically consume, like, a, like the dog thing? And that's why, like, how the uh, how Tim was like, um, she was calling the vet. The dog was sick, and then uh, I was just uh, wondering, did did she just like let the fucking dog out when she thought that she locked? the dog into the office that she literally just opened the front door or something like that maybe that could have happened to you you don't know what you actually did so maybe she thought that she put it in the office but he was just like running around somewhere like (laughs) just gone and to but then i guess yeah he like and you know sometimes dogs like when they know they're going to die they will just run off and like go die alone because yeah. they don't want to like but I don't know I think 
I re- just because of the um, short film and the way Kaylee did it, I just think that it just like somehow like disappeared the small animals. <laughs> but, like, I don't know how, because I guess it needs like it has to take people's souls, but yeah, it can take whole animals. Seems weird. If you've made it this far, thank you so much for sticking around and sticking with us. We really hope you're enjoying the smoking, the conversation, the movie talk, the true crime talk. If you could give us a like, a follow, a rating, wherever you are listening, wherever you get your podcast, if you can go to Apple Podcasts, give us as many stars as you think we deserve. We greatly appreciate it. Um, yeah, thank you so much for sticking around. Hope you got another bowl packed, got a little half blunt, whatever you need to smoke, because we're getting back to it. Thanks. It would be interesting to see, like, the other stories that went on. Like, we know Mike Flanagan loves some fucking television. Like, I would love to, like, what if there's an anthology series of, like, all the people before, like, seeing their deaths and how it affected their families. That would be lit. Somebody get in touch with Mikey. (laughs) Because we want it. That would be so cool. Because we already know he has injected this into his other movies. Like, in, in Gerald's game, we are to believe that either the bed frame is the same like thing as the glass same or yeah it's either the same wood or maybe they like it maybe actually broke one day and they like redid it somehow to be a bed frame because the bed frame that she's like against is like, the literal pattern and all that. Like, same texture. Like, and also, like, the texture of the mirror is kind of, like, how many souls that they have in, like, trapped in it. And I guess that also counts animals <laughs> since it looks so textured. Yes. But, um, so I guess if that's also on the bed frame, there's a possibility that the bed frame could be made out of the same material as the frame of the mirror, or, like, the mirror. And that's also the reason for everything that went on in Gerald's game, you know? Like, that's yeah. cool, though. And it's also in... I think he confirmed that it was in the basement of Ouija Origin of Evil, too. Because there's, like, a scene where there's a mirror in the basement when she, like, takes him down there. So it's possible that the mirror is just is using the Ouija board in like to present itself because like, instead of it being the Ouija board itself, which we know like Ouija boards are not necessarily haunted, they like channel spirits and demons by accident if you accidentally summon those like. N- you know, all those kind of things, like, as explained in many, many horror movies. <laughs> and, you know, the internet. And, like, could it just, is the mirror haunted? Or is it, like, demonic? Are there demons in it? Or is this just, like, I like to think there's just, like, a haunted tree somewhere in the middle of a forest that accidentally got, like, fucking <laughs> knocked down and made into all these random items. And now all these random items are, like, 
haunted because they are made of this cursed tree or whatever. <laughs> well, there's a whole bunch of other items out there that haven't been discovered. That's... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So if it's like the bed frame in that, are there other mirrors that look exactly like that? So that's why I want to see like what he does more with this, the, like this story, since we know that it's tied to other things that he's done. Or, like I said, I would love to see, like, maybe an anthology with, like, the previous deaths, or, like, if there's new deaths that he's thought of to associate with this, that would be cool. But, yeah. This is a really good, good good-ass movie. And it's cool to know that it's now, like, like, now to know that it's the basis of, like, his universe. Like, I like that a lot. I mean, this film actually had, I mean, had some jump scares. There was one Mm -hmm, that that mm -hmm. actually got me. So if a film actually has me jumping on jump scares. Let's actually talk about the jump scares. Like, what? (laughs) What what was, like, what was your favorite? Which one scared you? Um, I will say, well, it's not the scariest part, but one that made me jump because I wasn't expecting it, but it was the one where she was in the storage little art place, I forgot what it was, and the sheets were covering up the uh, heads of the mannequins and things like that, and she was, and it was just turning, like the head was turning in the mirror, I was like, the suspense was like crazy in that, so when she was like taking the sheet off at a t- one at a time, one at a time, not the one that was actually moving, I would have went with that first, but whatever. Yeah. But that, and then the fucking guy was a little cat, little ninja, quiet as fuck, and just like came up behind her. Like, bro, scared the shit out of me. And, <laughs> and scared the shit out of her. Like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> he was just coming to tell her. But of course, like, she was just seeing shit. It's not his fault. <laughs> that was the most memorable, like, <laughs> jump scares for me. Like, what the fuck are you? I hate when people are super quiet. And just pop up behind you and just talk loud as fuck. Like, <laughs> you're trying to fucking scare me. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That one was, like, definitely some good timing, I guess. So, like, yeah, I definitely would have just gone with the first one. Because I feel like that, I bet that would have been too much if it had been, like, if she just ripped it off and it was, like, her dead mom or some shit. <laughs> yeah, no, that would have been a little much. Yeah. Just for the first, our first encounter. Good one. Another good one. I just like whenever, like, every time that the ghosts are shown, it's always in a really good way, but definitely my favorite is when he, like, shoots her and, like, it flashes to him, then goes back to the mom, and then goes back up to him, and there's the ghosts, and his eyes are also, like, glass, Mm. and it's, like, showing, like, this is the last, like, tie. I was, he was now fully possessed, and they all were, like, in there with him. And even when they, like, the multiple times when they, like, flash Marisol, even when Kaylee sees her in the reflection, like, she still looks, like, kind of, like, fucked up and, like, gray and, like, not, not normal. (laughs) Like, Kate Siegel does a great job of being a demon person. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, that's a really good one, and... 
And I just think it's funny when he, like, stubs his toe and squirts the juice on him. And ha- who just has, like, an open juice box in that refrigerator? <laughs> it's just so random. <laughs> an open juice box. <laughs> yeah, like, with all the straw already in it. <laughs> you can't finish the juice box. I guess it's the kids. <laughs> and that's another thing, like, the way that the mirror makes you stop eating and, like, there was no food in the house because they were moving. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> there was even less food in the house because the parents like were That was possessed. such an annoying scene also. like When he was like, oh yeah, it's on my list. I would have been like, like <laughs> you get up. Like, I'm hungry. What the fuck did I just say? And then mom just made us some burnt ass grilled cheese and she's over here chugging the wine, which is probably the only other fucking food in the house. Like if you don't get up. I'll go. I'll drive my 12-year-old ass to the grocery store right now. <laughs> What's the pin? <laughs> like, the pin? that, oh, hell no. <laughs> but that's enough, like, I guess the kids, could they be possessed? Because, I mean, did they? Yeah, well, yeah, there were scenes where, like, she flashes back to, like, like Kaylee in the present remembers coming upon um, Tim staring just at the mirror outside of the thing, and I don't know if she ever, and maybe that's why she, I don't think there were ever signs that she was, like, becoming possessed as a kid. I don't know. I, don't I can't really remember, so. And maybe that's why she was so, like, firm on it, because she was like, no, I saw that shit, like, <laughs> that's it. But the, But she, like, tried the dinner one time, like, when she was eating, when they were eating the burn-ass grilled cheeses, when the mom is like, did you see her in the office? And she was like, but she was just trying to be like, we're not getting, I'm not trying to get in that drama right now, because this is not even what you're thinking. This is not some cheating scandal, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) So she's just like, never mind. Especially (laughs) after all that wine. Exactly, (laughs) like, we're just not gonna go there right now. But then, of course, Tim is like, but then, that's why I'm also like, Tim is like, no, like, I'm scared. Right. This is not, we don't think he's cheating. Like, why is she, he, he said she lives in there. Like, if somebody, if my child said, I think someone lives in our office, I'd be like, the walls? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? She lives in there. Like, she don't go home? That's what I'm saying. Like, she, that's not a mistress. <laughs> Yeah, something's going on. Like, what the hell? <laughs> no. But, yeah. But even she was seeing things to convince herself. Like, do we actually believe that the scribbles of Marisol were real? Or did he do that just because he was probably also seeing her? But that was also concerning. Like, the first page, there was just, like, two names. But then the second page was, like, in, like, ramblings yeah. like scratched in the, like, that no, that doesn't look romantic mm-hmm. that looks concerning I feel like <laughs> he was writing that shit and like the, the um Meryl Meryl Saul was just whispering in his ears or something like that and he was getting possessed or whatever while writing this shit and he just mm-hmm. went haywire it wasn't like romantic, like no. hearts in the margins. It started shit. like that. 
Well, no. It was only the, like, two little things of her, like, her name, and then just <laughs> scribbles. Like, there was no, there was nothing romantic about any of that, but... And like Kayla said, she like went through all the records and she she didn't find shit. Like, I don't know. And I guess that's the thing. Like, she had time on the outside to like look through all of this stuff. And he literally had no access because they didn't want him to think about anything except for what they wanted to make sure that he could cope with. You know what I'm saying? Like, they wanted to do nothing but rationalize the situation for him. And she had to rationalize the fact that this shit was haunted. Like, that's, like, it's, like, the two, yeah. She was stuck in the actual reality while he was getting help to get out of the reality of what just happened. Mm -hmm. And I guess you can even see that in, like, the contrast of their dreams. Like, his opening dream is that he takes the shot. And, like, her dream is that she's being choked by her dad. And that really did actually happen. Like... (laughs) <laughs> so like it's like both of them are like both of their views of the situation are true but the outs and that's what's like also mirrors the mirror and <laughs> mirrors the mirror but um uh, it's just like a lot like you get so many and that's why i like psych horror because it just goes it just does that like there's just so many things that you can pick up from it or put onto it and there's just so many themes and like watching people spiral. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why it's like my favorite. That's it. I mean, it it just really gets my mind going, especially like when I'm how much I'm enjoying this movie, how much I'm enjoying the darkness. It's so dark, but it's not too dark in this movie too, and that's some movies just just black and just blacker blacks but this it does a very very good job on the contrast so it's not like um is it sleep time like type shit so <laughs> you mean like the actual lighting in the movie yeah oh okay <laughs> so, yeah but i mean a lot of this stuff also does take place in the daytime like he does leave to go golf and that was in the day, and they're, like, being haunted, and, like, the mom sees the stuff in the mirror in the day, Kaylee sees the woman in his office in the day, all of that, like, so even that aspect of it, of, like, here, this is bright-ass daylight, what are you gonna do? Like, that, that was, that was a mirror, that was a bright daylight mirror, like, it's just, look, I mean, it's gonna make you think that's real, because... Like you, I said, who's going to not trust a mirror? You saw her in his office in broad daylight. Through the mirror. So. But that's the factor. The mirror. Mirrors lie. Because you're lying to yourself when you look in the mirror sometimes. Boom. Or, as I said, all those people could represent society, and the mirror could just be like, like, you know, it's the voices of society that are in our head telling us these things when we look in the mirror. Like, you know, all of that. Love yourself, love your body, really. (laughs) Insecurities are okay, but make sure that, you know, flaws are okay, too. Because no one... And who'd have said it fucking flaws? Like, fuck that shit. I gotta work it again and again to look at you, right? Sorry. (laughs) Hannah Montana in this beach. (laughs) Anyway, um, what would you rate it? 
What would you? What would your rating be out of five? Let's go with five. Five, five stars, or like you want to put something else there, and make it cooler. <laughs> what is that? Like, what would be this five lesser glasses? Yeah, just yeah, five. <laughs> five out of five mirrors. <laughs> five. <laughs> Ray out of five light bulbs, because the Oculus are yeah. five apples. Light bulbs. It, uh. <laughs> this doesn't even matter. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> out of five. Uh. Five whatever you associate with Oculuses. <laughs> Lesser class. Okay. We're going to do a solid fucking five. <laughs> this is one of my favorite films not only horror films this is one of my favorite films not gonna lie to you it's just fucking perfectly done to me like with the suspense and like i said with the actual characters um how when you literally saw the possession but it wasn't too dramatic or anything like that at first it's just subtle things it's like "Mm, that's you know fucking weird you know what i'm saying and just the distance uh I don't know. Just seeing the the distance that the mirror brought between um, the wife and the husband and things like that, and it was just it, it was so much. Uh, I also love that it was like two truths because it was two sides of the story and three I, sides. Like there was so many, that's a, I, like there's so many sides of the story. Like so many people have different views. I mean, with like Tim and Kate. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I and it was just any. Yes, it went into um, seeing their mom's perspective of the, um, hearing her perspectives. It was just all these different perspectives. It it was done in a way that I haven't seen before, and it really caught my eye. So it's definitely one of my top movies. What would you uh, What would you rate this? <laughs> um, I would definitely rate it four point five. Four point five. Yeah, I just love it. Like I don't know. I'm. <laughs> I feel like four point five and five is not that big of a difference. Like I just. I don't know. I feel like it has so much death. Depth. Depth is what I meant. <laughs> There's a lot of death in here too. <laughs> like it just has a lot of depth, and it's a good like. I do think it is a slow burn a little bit, but it does, it's very well paced, and like I said, the actors are all so good, and they really do well, and like, sell it, and the drama, and the sadness, and the fear, and that, just the last scene is so sad and heartbreaking, like, and it's sad because like, but it's also probably not sad for Kaylee, because she's died in the arms of her mom she probably is like this is what I wanted anyway like I just wanted to see my family like I wanted to be close with the only family member that I had left and now I mean unfortunately she's stuck in the mirror with them and that's probably that what is life in the mirror like no, like, for real. What are all those people, like, doing in the... Because they have to be, like... They are just puppets of the mirror. Yeah. So, like, what do their souls feel? Like, like you know, like, American Horror Story or, like, Murder House or something like that. Like, like they're just there together, like, just chilling, doing 
whatever until the mirror wants to like whip him out for whatever fucking purpose like and that's why I love movies like this because like you can expand on them and like think of all these things like just universal speculation like universal like within the universe of the thing yeah yeah 4.5 because Michael Lanigan's amazing and this movie is just so good and cerebral and I feel like one of the first little touches of like true grief horror that we've seen in the in modern like modern horror which has like skyrocketed <laughs> like I like Turk took a real turn in like 2017-18 which I don't know I really like it definitely been my favorite for a while since I watched it 5 and a 4.5 sure to say we fucking love this movie right <laughs> yeah very good so definitely let us know your theories what things you think can happen in this like mirror maybe the universe what did you think of like the fact that there may be other lesser glass related products floating around fucking up other people's lives um did y'all like this movie have you seen this movie what do y'all think of mike flanagan all of that all of that let us know your favorite scenes like y'all gotta watch and if you haven't watched it, like we said, it's on Hulu Premium, it's on Sling TV, um, it's on YouTube uh, and Vudu. They're both either two ninety nine, three ninety nine. It's saying two ninety nine, whatever. So, so it's very easy to come by. And if you haven't seen it, please watch it and you know give us all your <laughs> all what she just said, all your feedback. All that. Hope y'all enjoyed this episode, and please reach out to us. Oh yeah. So, um, next episode we will be doing the Purge franchise discussion and ranking. So if y'all have seen and love or don't like, I don't know, if you don't like that franchise, you can also listen because (laughs) it's just fun. (laughs) Fun to talk about that franchise because it has so much to go into from its political themes, costuming, soundtracks, fucking good air soundtracks and that shit. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, it's political, so, you know, people are gonna have opinions on it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, why we're here is that all horror is political and related to real life, so we gotta talk about the overt shit and the covert shit. <laughs> but anyway, we're gonna talk about the French franchise on Thursday. So, just tune in for that. And, yeah. And if you hear this, let us know what you think of the bird before we even get to that episode, because we can have discussions even before we have discussions. (laughs) (laughs) We can. We can discuss 24-7 any fucking time you want. If you would like to get in touch with us, you can find us on Twitter at Dank, the letter N, Deadly underscore Pod, and on Instagram at Dank, Deadly underscore Pod. And if you'd like to send us an email, you can email us at Dank, the letter N, Deadly Chats at gmail.com. Well, thank y'all. 
and I'll see y'all later, and y'all better stay smoking. Of course. Put them fucking ghost vapors in the air. Burn down one with the haunted mirror in your house. (laughs) (laughs) Get the mirror high. (laughs) That's all it needed. Maybe that's what it needed. Let's let's put an edible in the cage next time. See how the mirror takes that. (laughs) Thank y'all. Bye.